Hey there, and welcome to Her Financial Revolution, a podcast about how to turn your thoughts and ways of managing your money upside down to truly build something real. My name is Jess, and I am owner and financial coach of Compass Financial Coaching, where I am passionate about helping women build a life they love so they can spend more time making incredible memories and less time worrying about money. I truly believe in harnessing two things, yourself and the money you have as your superpower and number one tool to change your life. Come along on this journey with me as we explore a variety of financial and sometimes not so financial topics to work towards intentional living and a kick-ass life. I am so excited you're here. If you could like, follow, subscribe, and most importantly, share this with others, it would mean the world to me. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, it's Jess with Compass Financial Coaching and Her Financial Revolution with episode number four. Uh, For real this time, I know last time I introduced episode number three as episode number four, and the funny part is I even had it written down on my piece of paper that it was episode number three, but my brain decided, mm We're going to call it episode number four. So this is episode number four, Four Reels, where we are going to talk about home ownership. So first of all, you don't have to be a homeowner. And I know this is a little bit of a crazy thing to say off the bat, but there are a lot of financial chads who will try to tell you that you need to buy a house for the potential equity or it will be an asset down the road, um, stuff like that. Plus, not to dismiss all of the cultural pressure. We have this idea, especially in the United States, that you really aren't an adult until you own a home. Um, You may be feeling that, you may not be, but there's definitely a lot of pressure to own a home. And so I think it's important when we're talking about home ownership is to just let you know that there is no secret code that says you are officially an adult woman because you own a home. There's nothing wrong with renting or leasing uh, or whatever else you may be doing. Maybe it might be you're renting a room. It's not even your full house that you're renting. That's okay. Doing what works best for you and your life and where you're trying to go and your finances, that is the most important thing. So don't feel pressure. And besides, the idea that your house is going to be all this equity really doesn't come into play until years of paying down your mortgage. Because initially, most of your payment goes to interest anyways. The bank is going to collect what they're owed first before it really even starts paying down what you actually uh, paid for with the house. So I just wanted to put that out there and let you know that there's no shame in walking a path that's beating to your own drum. So with that being said, there are a lot of things to consider when buying a house. And I thought this would be great because this is one of our biggest financial purchases when we do go ahead and take this step. And especially lately with market prices going up, 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 I know it kind of cooled its jets for a little bit and interest rates kind of leveled out for mortgages, but... <laughs> Housing is still extremely expensive. And so before you walk into this decision, even if you currently own a house, these are things you may not have considered before. 
Or if you're buying a house for the first time, you really want to be prepared and walk into that transaction with all the numbers you need to know so you feel confident in the purchase you're making. And not only confident in the purchase you're making, but also setting yourself up for success uh, down the road. There are a lot of costs with home ownership that people don't consider when they're buying a house. And so they will go ahead and jump into that purchase, but they don't really assess the overall impact. And so that's what today's episode is all about, is to really look at what are the things that you need to be paying attention to when you're buying a house. And the reason why I say this is even good for people who currently own homes and are going to purchase another one is because you may not have thought about this the first time. You may have been in your house long enough that you kind of forgot those gotchas. And so it's a great refresher um, and should be great for everybody. So when you look on Zillow and you see that house that you really, really love and you think, oh my gosh, I need to go look at this house. Uh, Zillow is great because it's super easy. It's at our fingertips. You can even schedule through there to go see houses. But they also have that little payment estimator tool on there. And I hate, as a financial person and as a financial coach especially, I hate that payment estimator tool. And the reason why I loathe that little B is because it doesn't really paint an accurate picture. I think that estimator tool makes homes seem like they're in reach when they really aren't financially. And I think that causes people trouble, right? Because in your mind, you're already committing to it in a way. And it's really hard once your mind commits to something to back out of it. In fact, what a lot of people start doing is justifying. So you see that uh, payment amount, you're like, yes, I can absolutely afford that. And even as you start to think, well, maybe I shouldn't, maybe there's this isn't the right time, once you're, it's already in your head, you kind of start justifying why it's going to work. So I don't want you to go and look at that little payment estimator tool and think that that is realistically what your mortgage is going to be. So is that thing accurate? Hell no. I don't want you to be deceived by that number because there are several other things that you need to consider to get the true cost, especially on a monthly payment rate, to get a really good idea of the true cost. So number one, that payment estimator will usually throw in an interest rate automatically. But eight out of 10 times, that interest rate is not really that accurate. So your interest rate is based on your credit score. And when you're going to buy a home, you really want to have a clear idea of a realistic interest rate that you can get for your credit score. So oftentimes that number is lower, even if you have a great credit score. And so what it's going to do is calculate a lower monthly payment that is not actually what you're going to get. So you want to make sure that you shop around. There's so many tools online, uh, even where you could pre-qualify for things. You can even go into your bank and and just ask uh, to get a good idea of what kind of interest rate you're going to get with your current credit score. So if you want to use that estimator, go ahead, but make sure you put in an updated interest rate. 
The other thing that is not considered into that number is taxes and insurance. Now, I don't know about you, but a lot of people roll their taxes and their insurance into their monthly mortgage payment, which is a great option. I don't want to have to remember who I have to pay and when. So I love that that's all rolled in. And basically what it does is it estimates your taxes and breaks it out to a monthly amount that you're putting towards it. And it takes your annual cost for insurance and breaks that out as a monthly amount. Now, you don't have to do that. I think it's a great option. It doesn't really do anything more. Um, it's not gonna. It's not really a detriment. Um, but even if you're not rolling this into your mortgage payment, these are routine and expected expenses that you need to factor into the cost of the house. Most people do not have thousands of dollars laying around to pay for their taxes. Um, and I, you know, it would be even more if you're factoring in insurance. Your insurance shouldn't be thousands of dollars, but most people don't have that kind of money laying around. So generally, if you wanted it, well, let me back up a second. Generally, if this is not included in your mortgage payment already, that you would want to set aside money monthly for your taxes. So you have to consider that as a monthly expense. If you are rolling those things into your mortgage, when you're looking at that payment calculator in Zillow, it is not including those things. So you want to make sure that you put those things in as well. The other thing that you want to consider is how much to put towards a down payment. Now, the standard number is 20% of the cost of the house. So if you see a house there for $100,000, um, that would be $20,000 down for a down payment. And the reason why this is a standard rule is because it affects something called PMI. PMI is private mortgage insurance, and what it does is it protects the lender, so not you, the person who's giving you the money for your mortgage. And basically, it's saying um, that if you can't put 20% down, that you may be financially unstable. That's just them judging you. It doesn't mean that's necessarily the case. I know plenty of people who can't put 20% down, and they are financial wizards. They're great with their money. But... In their eyes, if you can't put 20% down, that's a sign that you may be financially unstable. So they tack on this PMI, the private mortgage insurance, so that the lender gets more money from you off the bat. They want their money and they're afraid that you may not be able to pay this because you didn't have a down payment saved up. And this lasts for so long in the mortgage. It's not the entirety of the mortgage, but it's it's generally a time frame when they feel like, okay, you've been successfully paying your mortgage. We can drop the PMI. You're good to go. You've paid down a certain amount. So you want to consider this because it's usually advisable to put down 20% so you could avoid the PMI. You do not want to give any more money than you have to to lenders, and that's the idea behind it. And not only that, putting down 20% affects the overall purchase price, so it lowers the amount that you need to finance, and it also can help with getting a better interest rate, um, as well as a few other factors. So definitely you want to consider that before you start committing to buying a house. What are the 
price ranges of the houses you're interested in. What does 20% look like? What is it going to take to get there? And please definitely try to avoid the PMI. It's really just not that great. The other thing that you want to also consider is the closing costs. These can vary depending. Sometimes if you're buying a house, the seller will offer to pay for the closing costs or half of them. So you really want to know your options ahead of time. I highly recommend reaching out to a real estate professional and just let them know. Like I am in the initial stages. I'm just trying to get an idea of how much closing costs are. How much are you know is the average percentage that a realtor uh, takes in commission off of this because you have to pay your realtor too, um, and just get a round number. And it's okay to be upfront and just say like I'm not going to buy a house this year, but I I'm just trying to figure out all the costs. And a good realtor will go ahead and help you figure out that information because you're more likely to use them or refer them to someone else if they're helpful and upfront with that. So just to recap what you need to consider outside of just the cost of the house is a realistic interest rate, taxes and insurance, the down payment, and if you don't have 20% of a down payment, um, adding on PMI to your mortgage amount, and then the closing costs. But beyond that, there are other expenses that I highly recommend you consider before purchasing a house. For example, if you buy a house with a yard, but you don't really like being outside, do you plan on mowing? If not, what is it going to cost to maintain the yard? What condition are the main elements of the house in, like a roof or an AC? When might they need to be replaced? What is that cost going to look like? And then also things like utilities. There is so much that goes into owning a house that you want to consider all of these things. Even like the air filters that go in your AC returns, what is that going to look like? And on top of that, just everyday normal wear and tear repairs. Maybe you're going to want to paint the house. Maybe you're going to want to tear up carpet and put in a hardwood floor. It's a good idea to consider all of these options when you go in so you get the total picture of home ownership. I think this is the main thing that blindsides people when they do make this big purchase, is they are not prepared for all these additional expenses, and they don't consider them. And I'm not trying to dissuade you from buying a house. I am a homeowner. I have been since 2010. I love owning my own house. But it is really helpful to know what you're getting into. And so the point of all this isn't to scare you from homeownership. It isn't to make it feel impossible. No, that is not my intention at all. My intention is that you go into this and really this is a concept that you can use with any big purchase that you're making is that you're training your brain to look at all of the angles and all of the information so that when you do look at that house on Zillow, you can accurately see how much is this going to cost? Does this make sense right now? And is this the next best move for me? And so by asking these questions, it's really just helping you to pinpoint the specific factors, especially with homeownership. Now, the other thing is, is that having the skill of thinking about things a different way with your money is really going to be a game changer. 
It allows you to go in prepared. It allows you to be able to fit the expense in your lifestyle and your budget. And it allows you to have permission to go ahead and make this decision or choose to hold on this decision. In action, choosing to wait is in action. It is literally you're taking action if you choose to do nothing, and that's okay. Depending on your financial outlook, that might be the best option. I hope this helps you out and you got some great tidbits. If you are enjoying this so far, I would love it if you would like and subscribe um, and share. Share this with other people. I am on a mission to help women spend less time worrying about their money and spend more time enjoying life and feeling successful. Until next time.